Hey, you guys, I'm your host, Deanna, and welcome to the Becoming a Divine Lady podcast. Hey, ladies, and welcome back to Becoming a Divine Lady. I hope everybody is having a great week so far. We are now into March, and it seems like time is already moving pretty fast this year so I hope that you are able to make the best of these months that are passing just make sure while this time is passing that you make sure you take time for yourself and for God of course just a quick reminder before we get started make sure you sign up for the daily devotions that are brought to you daily by Faith Walker I will leave that link below so that all you have to do is enter your email address and we will take it from there again they come to you Monday through Friday 6 a.m. every morning okay so you can sign up for those also if you have any questions for me if you have any suggestions if you just want to say anything to me um, you can email me the email is info info at becomingadivinelady.com I can be reached there okay so this week podcast we're going to discuss the topic of when you think it's over all right and I want to ask have you ever had a situation in your life where you think there is no more hope left like have you tried and done all that you think that you can do but nothing seems to come out of it and the example I want to use today is maybe you had a dream or you have a dream and you had it for a long time. You had it for it seems like forever. You felt like that you have tried so many times and things did not take off or work out as planned. And then you tried another strategy, gave it your all, and that didn't work out either. And then you come to a conclusion that it's not going to work, right? And you feel like that dream has failed and it's no longer a dream and you lose hope in what was a dream. Or... It can be another situation where you just keep holding on. You keep praying, 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 and nothing seems to happen yet. So you think it's over and you lose hope. I want you to self-reflect on those things. Think about it for a minute, okay? But right now, I want to discuss the story in the Bible that is about the death of Lazarus, which takes place in John 11. I'm not going to read it word for word, but I strongly suggest that If you have time or I'm not even going to say if you have time, I suggest that you go and read it on your own because God speaks to all of us differently. So it may be something that you read in this that can mean something completely different for you. Okay, even if I was to read it again tomorrow, it can mean something completely different for me. All right. So I suggest that when you have a chance, you go and check it out again. It's in John 11. All right. So just to start out the last podcast, we talked about Mary and Martha and who they were and how Jesus stayed at their home. So just to get a better understanding of who Lazarus is, Lazarus is Mary and Martha's brother, right? And Jesus was very aware of who Lazarus is. So Lazarus became really sick. So Mary and Martha wanted to get the memo to Jesus as soon as possible because they already knew that Jesus could heal the sick. And that's what they were looking for Jesus. They were looking for Jesus to heal Lazarus. Now, once Jesus actually became aware that Lazarus was sick, he said in John 11 verses 4 and 5, the sickness will not end in death. No, it is for God's glory so that God's son may be glorified through it. And it says, now Jesus loved Martha, her sister, and Lazarus. 
right? But here is the thing. Even though in the Bible it says that Jesus loves them, he did not rush back to heal Lazarus. Jesus waited two more days before he said to the disciples, let's go back. And from what the word says, it seemed like they were trying to stop Jesus from going back because in Judea, the Jews was already trying to stone Jesus. So they were trying to figure out why did Jesus want to go back? And before Jesus told them what happened to Lazarus, he responded to them, questioning him on why he wanted to go back and said in John 11, verse 9 and 10, are there not 12 hours in daylight? Anyone who walks in the daytime will not stumble for they see the world's light. It is when a person walks at night that they stumble for they have no light. Now, after he said this to the disciples, he then told them that Lazarus had fallen asleep and that he was going to go wake him up. And the disciples were so confused, like you were going to go back and risk being killed to wake him up. They said, Jesus, listen, if he sleeps, then he will get better. But Jesus had to say it bluntly in John 11, 14 and 15 that Lazarus is dead. And for your sake, I'm glad that I was not there so that you may believe. And there is a reason why he's saying that, because they are already questioning Jesus on why he's going back as if it was not already a part of the plan. They have seen him heal people. They have seen so many things walking by his side, seeing everything that he has been through. And they still question him on why he was going back, because, again, they're worried about the worldly things. They're not seeing him to be who he really is. Jesus had to say bluntly, like, Lazarus is dead. And for your sake, I'm glad I was not there so that you may believe. Because obviously they're still not believing. Now, when Jesus made it back, he found out that Lazarus has been in the tomb for four days. All right. And everybody already started to come and console Mary and Martha for the loss of their brother. Right. So remember Martha from the last podcast we talked about, she found out that Jesus was in town and she went to go meet Jesus. But this time Mary stayed home. Right. And just like before, Martha had an attitude. She's like this time saying, if you had been there, my brother would not have died. But I know even now God would give you whatever you ask. Just again, we're wanting things to happen in her own timing and how she thought that it should have happened and how she think it still should happen. Basically telling Jesus, like, God will give you what you ask for. So Jesus responded. He simply said to Martha, your brother will rise again. And Martha not really understanding what Jesus meant and talking fast again, like, I know he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. And Jesus is like, no, you still don't get it. He said in John 11, 25, 26, I am the resurrection in the life. Again, he said, I am the resurrection in the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? And she said, yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Messiah, the son of God, who is to come into the world. So Martha went back home to go get married to tell Mary that Jesus was in town and as soon as Mary heard that Jesus was in town she got up she started running and the people of course when you see somebody run you're trying to figure out what's going on they followed Mary because they thought that she was going to go to the tomb to maybe mourn her brother because again they just lost Lazarus so they don't know that Jesus is in town but listen to this 
Again, just like the last podcast of Mary and Martha, as soon as Mary saw Jesus, guess what the first thing she did? She fell at his feet and she said the same thing like, Lord, if you were here, my brother would not have died. But she is still at his feet to still give him the glory and honor that he deserves. So to me, there was still a difference in the approach. Just think about that. All right. So Mary started to cry at Jesus' feet because, again, she lost her brother. And all the people that followed behind her also started crying because they all lost Lazarus. But then Jesus started to cry. And I want you to think about that also. Jesus, our Lord and Savior, cried. So because he was crying, people started to doubt who he was again. And they started to say things like he healed a blind man and why didn't he heal Lazarus? But they made it to the tomb and there was a stone in front of the cave. And Jesus said in John 11, chapter 39, take away the stone. And again, Martha, here she go, is questioning Jesus, basically saying that he has been dead in there for over four days. It's going to stink and have a bad odor. But nonetheless, they moved the stone. And then Jesus prayed. It says in John 11, chapter 41, verses 44. Then Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me. But I said this for the benefit of the people standing here, that they may believe that you sent me. And when he said this, Jesus called out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. And a dead man came out. His hand and feet was wrapped with strips of linen and cloth around his face. And Jesus said to them, take off the grave clothes and let him go. Lazarus was resurrected. Jesus said in John 11, chapter 25 and 26, I am the resurrection and the life. He brought back Lazarus from the dead. Okay. And everybody that did not believe was there because they wanted him to come back to heal Lazarus. They didn't think that he was going to be able to bring him back from the dead. But he showed them so they may believe. All right. So I know that that may have taken a lot longer than just reading the scripture verbatim, but I wanted to make sense of it a little more. Okay. And I want to kind of go back to some of the scriptures so that we can talk a little bit more in depth about it. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and go in order. First, I want to start in John 11, chapter four and five. And it says, this sickness will not end in death. No, it is for God's glory so that God's son may be glorified through it. Now, Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. Now, but here's the thing. Yes, he loved them, but he didn't rush back to heal Lazarus. He didn't rush back. Okay. But to me, that means that Jesus has given his word saying that it will not end in death. And although things may start to look a little iffy, and it looks like it may be over to never give up hope. Sometimes we hate the struggle. Sometimes we, we hurt and we hate the pain. But we have to go through these things because God will get the glory. And through his glory, Jesus will be glorified. And we in turn can take those things that we have gone through to ultimately help other people that's currently going through that. And that means a lot. And we should take this and apply it to our own situation. But also remember that he keeps his word, his promises, and he said that God will get the glory. Jesus loves us. Yes, without a doubt. But that does not mean that he is going to move on our time. Just remember that if you were told, then never think that it's over. Okay. 
So the next scripture that I want to talk about is in John chapter 11, verse 9 and 10. It says, are there not 12 hours in daylight? Anyone who walks in the daytime will not stumble, for they see by this world's light. It is when a person walks at night that they stumble, for they have no light. So we all know that Jesus likes to talk in parables. He likes to use analogies to make his point. And the way that I take this today, and I'm saying today because I could read this exact same scripture tomorrow and it can mean something completely different to me. All right. So today I take this scripture as when you walk by faith, believing in the light, then you will not stumble. Right. It also says in Matthew chapter five, verses 14 and 16, it says, you are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand and give light to everyone in the house. In that same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. So even today in this corrupt world, we are the light of the world. That is how God intends to get his work done here on earth through us. Not just the churches, not just the pastors, but everybody that loves God. Everybody that loves the Lord. How do we be the light? We be the light one by sharing this podcast, right? So other ladies that you may know will become divine ladies. But we also do it by sharing your faith and experiences to help someone else. Because when we do, again, we are being the light for that person. But if you walk around in the dark, meaning in this evil world that we live in right now, being of the world, living in daily sin, having doubt, the loss of hope, fear will cause us to stumble because we can't see the light. Because everything that is unlike God is blocking it, such as things like our own timing and lack of faith. So I want to say that if we ever think it's over. Never forget the light and never forget that we are the light. You know that saying that everybody say it like I have tunnel vision. And when we are working on different things, we have tunnel vision. And at the end of the tunnel, there's a light. (laughs) When we say we see the light at the end of the tunnel, that light at the end of the tunnel is so dim, borderline dark. It's never shining bright when you think about the light at the end of a tunnel. It's, it's, it seems like it's far away. But let's not say that no more. Let's have a tunnel full of light and allow God to guide us to the end. It does not have to be a dark tunnel. When we only see the light at the end of the tunnel, it's going to be dim, like I said, and start to get dark. Because other things start to come at us. Keep that light in the tunnel. Keep that light throughout all of your life processes. And know that Jesus is with you getting through that tunnel step by step. We are the light also, but we have to continue to be divine ladies. All right. So another scripture I wanted to discuss is John 11 verses 25 and 26. When Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. And when Martha was talking a little too fast after Jesus told her that Lazarus will rise again, she assumed she already knew And was like, okay, yeah, I know he will rise again in the resurrection in the last day. But I know that already. But why didn't you come back and heal my brother? And Jesus said to her, like, listen, I am the resurrection and the life. And this scripture makes me laugh. 
And it makes me shake my head at the same time because how many of us are Martha? We think that we know it all. We think that we have all the answers and never fully listen or comprehend on what's actually being said. Because we already think we know it. We already think it's done with. We already think it's over. But no. No, like Jesus said that I am the resurrection and the life. So when we think that it's over, remember who Jesus is. All right, and the final scripture that I want to talk about is in John 11, chapter 41 and 44. It says, then Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I said this for the benefit of the people standing here, that they may believe that you sent me. And when, when he said this, Jesus called in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. And the dead man came out, his hands and feet wrapped with strips of linen and clothes around his face. And Jesus said to them, take off the grave clothes and let him go. First of all, this is another example of how we should live. Jesus prayed. And he said in his prayer that I know you always hear me, but for the people, for the unbelievers, for the doubters, for the people with lack of faith, that they may believe that you sent me. But ladies, the same thing applies to us. There are unbelievers. There are doubters. There are people that have little to no faith that are connected to our lives. And it is our duty to pray. But our Father God has sent us to them so that they may believe and come to his feet. Our Father God sent me to you guys. Every person that's listening to this podcast today. God has sent me to you ladies through this podcast, through becoming a divine lady. This is all God. So you may believe God uses us to be his vessels. Again, there is unbelievers. There are doubters. There are people that have little to no faith that are connected to our lives. And it is our duty to help them. It is our duty to pray for them. It is our duty to pray. But I want to get back to the scripture. Jesus called out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out and called him by name. And Lazarus, who was dead, came walking out. So ladies, whatever in your life that you think it's over, wherever in your life where you lost hope or if you're still losing hope day by day, remember that Jesus is the resurrection and life. Jesus is the resurrection and life. Remember that if we cry that Jesus is right there with us, possibly crying with us, right? But even though there could be so many reasons why Jesus was crying in this situation, and that's a whole other podcast within itself, we must believe that he is always with us. So instead of doing self-reflection questions this week, I want to give you a self-reflection assignment versus the questions, okay? So I want you to think about a situation in your life where you thought it was over, where you possibly gave up all hope and lost faith and have quiet time with God. Have a place and time where you can really be still. If you need to maybe write down some things before you go into that quiet time with God, all the things that's on your mind and that you need to get done so your mind can be clear and not focus on the things that you need to get done, write those down ahead of time. But go to a place where you can be quiet and still. Take a journal with you and just write. It is so important to journal. I started journaling myself 
Make sure you date it and you write when you lost hope. Write why you thought it was over. When was the turning point? And when you stopped believing. And when you decided to give up. Jesus wants to know when you laid whatever situation that you have to rest. He wants to know where you laid it at. And it's telling us to take away the stone that's in front of it. Okay? So make sure you take this assignment and really, really do that. It's, it's not for me, right? It's for you ladies to self-reflect, okay? And call that situation by name. Shout out that situation and say, come out. Like, listen, as we are becoming divine ladies, that does not mean that there are not situations where we have lost hope or completely given up. But just remember the story of Mary and Martha wanted their brother to be healed, wanted things to be done in their own timing, and was really upset and lost hope when Lazarus died. And remember that Jesus waited a couple extra days before he came because God needs to get all the glory and not man. So when we stop thinking that we can do all things in our own strength when we want to and how we and how we want to and face that situation we thought was over, that situation we lost hope and bring it back to God's feet. God will show up when it is impossible for man. Remember that God wants to be glorified. So, of course, I would like to end in prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. Thank you for bringing to our attention that whatever it is that we gave up will rise again. And even when we think it's over, that you will show up and tell us to move the stone. And you will resurrect what you have placed down inside of us, oh God. Thank you for telling us that we don't have to look at the end of the tunnel for light. That if we continue on your path, that tunnel will be filled with nothing but light because you are guiding us along the way. Lord, we pray for strength because there are times when things get tough and we want to quit. Lord, we ask for comfort and reinsurance of your love, oh God, because we have been let down by people which makes us lose hope sometimes. So, Father God, we ask for you to guide us through the confusing, difficult times if we lose our way. And, Father God, we thank you for the work that you are doing in our lives. We are so grateful for every new opportunity that you would bring. Your grace is just so amazing, oh God. And as we grow stronger in our faith, our roots grow deeper and we shine brighter. As the light that you need us to be. And we are just thankful. Thank you for this podcast today, oh God. Lord, I thank you for every divine lady that's on this podcast, oh God. I thank you for bringing this podcast to so many ladies around the world. Around the world. You are bringing us together all on this one podcast. And you are using me to be the light for these ladies. So Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Father God, we honor you. We adore you. We praise your holy name. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. So ladies, I hope that this podcast was not all over the place and it made sense to you all. I pray that it was able to help somebody. Please don't forget to share with any ladies that you may know. Because remember, there are people that are connected to us, that watch us, that listen to us, that need us to help bring them to Jesus' feet. 
and become the divine ladies that God is calling us by name to be, okay? And I hope you all enjoy the rest of your week. Bye, ladies.